I know for a fact that Jeff Saturday was offered an opportunity to become a head, an assistant coach with the Indianapolis Colts multiple times in the last four years. He declined, citing that he had a TV job and wanted to spend more time with his family. Mm -hmm. I get it. That's fair. I get it. Coaching is about commitment and it's about sacrifice. It's not just a job, it's a lifestyle. That being said, Jeff Saturday has taken a position this year as a consultant for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. And he's talked to them weekly from his home in Atlanta. Wow. Now to find out on Monday, in that short period of time, he's now the head coach of the new Indianapolis Colts, overseeing a staff that he chose not to, not to choose. Not to join. Because of a lifestyle. I say to that, what about the assistants on the staff right now? The guys that were there in training camp, the guys that were there early in the morning and late at night, the guys that have gone through the first six weeks in that building, guys like Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery, uh, John Fox, don't they deserve the opportunity for an owner to hire a coach who's never been an assistant at the college level or the pro level? And overseeing a very much a lot of candidates that are qualified for that job, as we see in Steve Wilkes, an opportunity to build a resume. It's a disgrace to the coaching profession. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. A lot to get to, including Commander's Eagles. We'll preview that game coming up about 20 minutes. Uh, and we will, we, will, we will get to Becky Wall Court here in a minute. Obviously, Bill Cowher is all ready for Becky Wall Court, putting Jim Ursay on court on CBS yesterday before the start of those games. But first, let's tell you what we have going on next week, Aaron. This is exciting. So for the first time in the history of this show, we're going to do shows together next Monday and Tuesday at National Harbor. We're going to be together. Myself, Joe, Aaron, Paul's going to be there uh, together. So, hey, Maryland sports fans, sports betting coming soon. We want to get you prepped to win big. The BetQL Network, not just us, but the whole network, hosting live shows at BetMGM National Harbor Sportsbook on Monday, November 20th through the 22nd. So Monday, uh, Tuesday, and, and into Wednesday. Come oh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Come watch USA's World Cup opener followed by Monday Night Football with the whole BetQL roster. Aaron, this is going to be exciting. And you've been there, right? You've done you, – you joined the, the night yeah. show there once? Mm -hmm. I've been there multiple times. Um, it's beautiful. Um, I love the setup that they have. It's going to be fun. And you can use the kiosk. They've got lots of kiosks, which is cool. Um, but yeah, just a really good vibe. And it's going to be so fun to meet you guys in person. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be fun. It, it's going to be, I mean, part of it's going to be weird. Like we're so used to like talking to a screen, right? Like that's how we do the show. We're like to take people yeah. behind the scenes. Like, we're on a screen. I, I see everybody, and we're doing the show this way. So it's going to be fun to do it in person next week. Come on out if you're in that area. Come on out and, uh, and say hi to us. So we'll be there next week uh, doing our show Monday and Tuesday from National Harbor. And uh, check out the BetMGM website, mgmnationalharbor.mgmresorts.com, and you could uh, book reservations, whatever you want to do. There. We'll be there early next week for our shows. All right, let's get to Beck all court here. Do we want to comment on uh, Bill Cower before we get to our own? Paul, I know you have some thoughts. I mean, it's funny in retrospect hearing that because he went on that rant about how unfair this was, right? And I, I, he wasn't the only one who thought that. But then Jeff Saturday went out there and won his game, right? It, it, it takes some of the heat away from his rant, like, yeah, this is the worst thing ever, but then the guy won his first game yesterday. Yeah, I also... 
like I don't think he's necessarily wrong, but the guy he's the people he's like claiming should get another chance, like Gus Bradley. Gus had his shot, man. Like right. he did. And I know other people get like Josh McDaniels got a second chance. Not going so great. Like that is not the it's whole the uh this is the club you're not allowed in, you know, sort of thing. Like it just it was pretentious and it at the end of the day, he won. I mean, Jeff Saturday won. And, like, it's uh, honestly, I wonder, reading through Football Morning in America a little bit, uh, what Peter King was writing about, and Saturday, you know, uh, uh, acknowledged some of the criticism. And, like, I'm not in Saturday's corner, but there is something to be said for just delegating and letting people do their jobs. And maybe that's what he's doing. Like, that, a head coach needs to be a leader first and foremost. And right. we saw, like, a guy just being in here in Chicago, someone like Matt Nagy. He needed his hands in everything, and it all fell apart. And you see that whether it's in coaching or anywhere. Someone that has to, like, like just delegate, let people do their jobs. And it seems like Jeff Saturday did a good job of that. Now you need the right people to tell you, hey, here's a time. Like, there's no way he's all up on every clock management and that those sort of things. That we see guys who have these 32 jobs screw up every week. So if he's kind of like CEO, top-down, let everyone do their jobs – Maybe even if he's not going to be a long-term head coach or something, other coaches, franchises, et cetera, can take from this and be like, you don't have to be this like, you know, meddling hands and everything sort of head coach. It could change things, right? I mean, if maybe not people from TV, but it could change the, the coaching hiring and the way that, you know, but you're right about the camera thing. It is weird who he used, right? Not a young coach on that staff who wanted to become an right. interim. Like who cares about John Fox? Is it John Fox done now? I didn't even know he was still coaching. I I had no idea. Like, I'm like, because I heard it. I was like, well, maybe he was just throwing him out as an example. Then that where apparently he's associated with the Colts in some way. I had no idea. But no, those are those guys had their shots. We saw what happened when they were head coaches. You want right. to say, hey, give other people a shot, younger guys, you know, elevate my, you know, minority head coaches, which is obviously still very much an issue in the NFL. 100%. Totally agree with that. And from that perspective, I think, yeah, of course, like just – you know, take a former player off the set. I think that is problematic. But not, he just the the cases he was using as his argument. No. I mean, for me, I kind of feel like you know what, life just isn't fair. Sometimes, you, you know, maybe Jeff right. Saturday didn't pay his dues, but Ursay, you know, felt saw something in him and felt comfortable. And it's kind of like can't hate on the situation like what what is he gonna do Turn, oh i'm sorry i can't take the job because i don't feel like i paid my dues and deserve it he's not gonna do that you know and he no. to his credit he has been very humble about this he got dragged for the decision he went out there and got the win and i kept watching the cutaways it wasn't like he was gloating over on the sideline he wasn't even really smiling he stayed very humble kept it together i thought it was very classy and you know inside he's like yeah but he did not do that you know dan campbell was kind of acting like that on the sideline but you didn't see jeff saturday doing that no you didn't um yeah the coward thing went over the top i mean that, that that's what it was it was it seemed like a thought he had and then that he was probably encouraged like we probably should talk about this on the show and he just it went on too long it was too much uh enough of bill cower with his rants all right let's get to becky court who we want to put on court here for this week um, I, I'll start. And it kind of goes back to what we started the show with today. I want to put everyone on court who just, ref, it's like a reflex. We've done this. It's a, the first week of the season. We just reflexively say the bills are the best team in the NFL. They're not, they're not like they may have the yeah. most talent. 
They may have a chance to be when the season ends. They certainly could end up there. They're not the best team right now. They have three losses. Like, there's teams with one loss, who they lost to yesterday. There's a team with zero losses who plays tonight. The Bills are in third place in their own division. Enough. Like, I, I, want, I want an alarm, like, on my, on my computer here. For anyone who says the Bills are the best team in the NFL, they are not the best team in the NFL right now. Everyone's on court. Probation for at least a week if you say the Bills are the best team in the NFL. They're not. Maybe they end up it, but, Aaron, they're not the best team right now. I agree. I agree. And still plenty of football to be played, but I don't – I don't trust that this team is so dominant and that we can just say, oh yeah, they're the best team. They're going to win the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. After what we saw, I mean, that I just don't think that's fair. And I think it's disrespectful to some of the other teams, you know? I mean, what about the Chiefs? So right. I, I, I'm not ready to do that right now with the Bills. Um, so I agree with you there. Mine, I had the Cowboys and I'm ready to give you my argument. However, at the beginning of the show, Paul was like, did you see the Mike Pereira video? Listen, if I had to suffer watching this, now everybody else needs to suffer along with me because I cannot unsee this. Mike Pereira needs to be on probation for this. He thought he was, I think he thought he was off camera or he saw something so intriguing he couldn't control himself. But you see him making this interesting tongue tongue motion I don't even know what you call it um wow all I have to say is wow I really only needed to see that once no need for a replay there um how is Mike feeling this morning is that embarrassing I I don't know I mean maybe it was like an inside joke and it was completely harmless but that was interesting for sure no, yeah, that, was awesome. that was awesome. That was awesome. That was the funniest thing I saw all weekend. I will die on this hill. That was so funny. At at nine in the morning, dude. At nine in the morning on a Sunday, that was awesome. That was so great. It was, was the best yeah, thing on I a saw Sunday. All well, people are in church. Mike Pereira. People are in church, right? Mike did not care. It was great. So great. Double down. Now, Do it again. Do it again this, this upcoming week. <laughs> Double down. I actually agree. I mean, so, you know, if you don't know who he is, he's like the NFL, you know, rules analyst, and they cut away to him, and he does this weird thing with his tongue, kind of seductive, or should I say very seductive. A waggle. Um, I but, you know, waggle. maybe – yeah, maybe he needs to uh, just let his hair down. Like, this is who he is. Like, just, you know, play into it now. This Mike, is Mike's a freak. Let Mike cook. Mike's a freak. Who cares? We don't shame here. I love I'm, it. Oh, my God. Listen, is he I, single? I, <laughs> Mike's free to be whoever he wants to be. I'm just not sure on the broadcast that's going to last long. Like, I'm not sure the audience wants that every week. I mean, I... I was going to say, yeah, Aaron's, I'll try. Aaron's trying to make a move on Mike. <laughs> the salt and pepper hair. Let's go. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Yeah. I, if I had to guess he's embarrassed oh today, I, that was not meant to be on TV. Like <laughs> he did not think he was on the screen when that happened. There's no way. Yeah. Why do you guys think I keep my camera off all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Jake just waggling back there in the office. <laughs> I love it. Unbelievable. Ugh. All right, who's next? Who wants to put someone on court? Jake, you got somebody? I'll just 
Yeah, you oh, go, go Jake, if you got one. I mean, I, I was just dug. You do the onside kick, like, surprise, mm. great, and then you punt on fourth and two in Chiefs territory. You never had a shot. The game was over after that against the Chiefs. Uh, you were on the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the hook. Yeah, this is a Jacksonville Jaguars stan account in the Aspen household. We know how it goes. <laughs> Always comes Come back on. to being on the Jaguars. Uh, we got a lot to hit on. Monday Night Football, the Eagles and the Commanders. We'll talk through the game props next right here on the BetQL Network.